Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I am your host, John Harris. Today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Battleborn, who has a new EP called Battleborn, which was released on June 26th, the time of recording. That was, my goodness gracious, like a week ago at time of recording. So, number one, congratulations, boys. Thank you very much. You are quite welcome. And right now, I am being joined by Tom and Charles. We're going to be the Tom, John, and Charles morning show today. (laughs) We're going to share some more information about what Battleborn has got going on. So, boys, welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much. Absolutely great to have you on. Anybody who is, I was going to say, like a bear riding a dragon. It's like a, is that a bear? It looks like a bear in the, on the album it's, cover. Yeah. It's, it's an absolutely bear. jacked bear. <laughs> it's like a bear man, man bear. Is it, am I missing, is there like a... What do you call those things? Like in Greek mythology, where it's like you know, like a a head oh. with a body, like is like that a minotaur type thing, but it's like a barator. A barator. All right, so there's a barator. Ursator. Yeah. And it's just cool. It's just cool. Well, That's what we're... well, the thing that really gets me about how <laughs> badass this this barator is, aside from the fact that he's got like three triceps, or like not three, <laughs> he's got like eight triceps rather than three triceps, and like. 12 abs instead of 6 abs, but he's riding this dragon and his junk is threatened by one of the dragon's horns. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think when we originally commissioned it, he was supposed to be slaying the dragon, so you can see a kind of gory wound on the dragon's neck, I think. Mm-hmm. It's it's just majestic. Oh. But I can only assume the artist put the dragon's spine there for suggestive purposes, and we'll be having stern words with him later. Yeah. yeah, and the bear is based on my physique. It is <laughs> naturally. Well, and then obviously we have another dragon soaring far above, which you know it leaves us wondering what is going on with the other dragon. But let's get into this first track, Battleborn, because there's so much. It's like dreams within a dream. So we have the band is called Battle Battleborn, the EP is called Battleborn, and then the first track is called Battleborn. There's so many layers. Of Battleborn. Which is not very imaginative and good at naming things, really. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess take us through this track. Is is it, I don't know, a manifesto into what we should expect for years to come from Battleborn? Yeah, I mean, Battleborn, it, it was the first single that we released uh, because we thought really that it it, it sort of represented us uh, in a, it more. So, it, like, this is the typical, this is us, this is Battleborn, and it really set the scene as well. I mean, just, just sort of the first lyrics, you know, like, first into the frame, last to quit their ale. That's, that's everything that Clan Battleborn is about. So we thought we'd just sort of put that one out there and just sort of really start on a high. Okay. It kind of just kicks in quite quickly. It's the shortest track on the EP. It's fast. It doesn't really let up. It says the message very quickly, gets the point across. Mm-hmm. I would hope so. The track called it's got battle in it, unless it's battle on one or something. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I guess my next question you mentioned is that it sets the scene. So when you guys came together to work on the EP, was there a particular point in time where you guys? latched on to what that scene would be and was it this song i think so i think the first song battleborn was one of the first songs we wrote and we were very much going for that kind of traditional heavy metal meets finnish power metal with synths everywhere and this song just right from the beginning it didn't really change much from that first 
demos, I think. It, it just really encapsulated that keyboards with fast driving metal wrapped it all up perfectly and it's it's, it's not really changed a lot it's yeah it is it's our influences at their purest I, i'd say <laughs> yeah and, and you know so so i i joined this project quite late on uh so the songs were already written so battle bombs the first demo that i heard um when i had that first demo version and as soon as i heard it i honestly fell in love it was just incredible and i knew i had to be a part of the project yeah absolutely so when you heard the track I guess, what was it missing that you brought to the table? Uh, drums. <laughs> In short, drums. The, the, track, the, track, the track barely changed um, from that. Basically, I mean, because the, the drums, it was, it was just basically just programmed by, was it Willie who programmed them at the time? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, so effectively, it was just making the drums human at that point. <laughs> we, we, there's a few like accents in the verses where you've added little symbols on to kind of just accentuate the chanting nature of it which i think yeah is really, and just yeah, makes it huge yeah because before it's basically just sort of like you instead of sort of one two three four just just to have something to play along to i think but yeah it actually just sort of accentuates it and just gives the drums a bit more character that was one of my follow-up questions is well were you happy with the programming or did you change a lot or what what changed to turn the track into something more human uh, well, again, as, as we mentioned, it's basically some sort of accents. Uh, I mean, the bass drums were pretty much just solid all the way through on the original. Um, but, you know, I'm lazy, so I just had to cut that out a little bit. Um, so just sort of in the chorus, um, you'll notice it's just not sort of constant. It's It, it sort of syncopates a little bit here and there. Um, and across all the tracks as well, actually, um, I think the only one that largely stayed the same was uh, For Our Home. Um because I, I think that was pretty much spot on with what Willie had done. Yeah, absolutely. Now, something mentioned also as well was lyrically. So, lyrically, it sets the scene for Battleborn, just I guess in general. What are the lyrics? What is the scene that we're setting lyrically? Well, Battleborn, as a band, we write songs about the video game Skyrim. And this is very much, um, you're going into battle, you've got all your brothers by your side, you're ready to lay waste to the dragons that are in the land with your bear-like abs and your massive battle axe, and it's just right now into <laughs> Never heard you get <laughs> so passionate before. We are here to hit things with a very large weapon. That's, that's it's basically that. That's right. Perfect. And, yeah. Carry on. Sorry. Um, I know. I just completely lost my train of thought there. So I, it's basically that. My goodness gracious! I apologize. We'll we'll go ahead. And- yeah, I mean, plus as well, like lyrically as well, because we we get our name from Clan Battleborn in the game as well. Um, so that's sort of where our sort of imagery comes from. Um, so so much of it just comes from that game. And again, they're they're all about you know like this, this old family and you know fighting in X, Y, and Z. So it's 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 just quite good to draw from that. Yeah, it's very like Vikings in a good video game, basically with dragons. And less boats. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Now, something else you guys have is a playthrough video for Battleborn. So is that a COVID-19 thing, or was that something you guys were planning on doing anyway? I think we might have done it anyway. It's. I think it's really... It's Fans have seemed to love it. They've really engaged with it. But primarily, it's due to the fact that we'd love to be playing these songs live. But unfortunately, that's very impossible at the moment. <laughs> and we wanted to show... We wanted to kind of give the song a show that it was us playing it i suppose put some a bit more character into it and we've so that video it's all 
we'd done one take, or some takes we messed up, but we didn't include them. So we included, it's all recorded in one take, the videos, us playing it, and then we pieced it all together with very minimal editing to try and keep it like a live performance. And then thrown the video all together and just try to, it's the best we can do in the scenario, but I think the fans have really appreciated it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. It's, the, it's basically the next best thing because I mean, the original plan was, you know, release a couple singles, do the EP, and then just try and do some local gigs. But of course, that just couldn't happen. So really, it's the next best thing, and it's the only way we could sort of connect with our fans in that in that same way. We we'd done the same for um, Bring the Metal Back, our second single as well, which again went down really well. Very cool. Now, the next track we're going to chat about is the one that closes out the EP, the closing banger. Sovngarde yeah. awaits now. Take us through this track. What is this track about? Oh, that, that's my personal favourite track on the EP, actually. I, Sovngarde Awaits, it, it started off in the writing process as, it was a bit of a dark horse. We didn't really know where it was going. And then I dug out some demos that I'd had from about 2016 or so and just sort of sprinkled a little bit of them in it. And then gradually throughout the process, Will, our other guitarist, he then added the dual guitar solo that comes about two-thirds of the way through. He changed the ending to be a bit more massive, and then we added layers of vocals and layers of backing vocals. And before we knew it, it was just this colossal, epic closer. And it's it's the big finale. You can't, when that last chorus comes in, you can't really help yourself. You just start headbanging. It's insane. We love it. Yes, yeah, for sure. Play live as well. Especially when it comes in after that sort of humming interlude. I mean, it's. It, I just really, I'm really looking forward to at some point just hearing a room full of people just doing that exact hum, uh, just before we all come into that massive ending. Wow, it's gonna be. It's gonna be the big. It's gonna be a big fan favorite. I think. I think it's going to be huge to play live. I really can't wait for it. Yeah. I mean, one of my questions was going to be, why is it your favorite song? But I think that you just swept me up into the most passionate (laughs) oration of a song I've ever heard. Well, I do what I can with this voice. (laughs) (laughs) You're good with the ladies too, I imagine. I am the single one in the band. So the evidence is single (laughs) single and ready to mingle, baby. Oh, well, of course, we'll see. (laughs) Beautiful. Yeah, it sounds like quite a bit of work went into this track. So I'm speculating it started off as a demo, kind of just hanging out for a little bit. And then what what was the setting of motion that triggered? It sounded so fast when you were chatting about it. Like, well, and then we did this, we did this, and we did this. Was it really that fast once the song started to take greater shape? I think sort of the first demo i maybe did beginning of september 2018 then i took out bits from an older song then i'd say that we had the first demo that sounded like it does now end of october 2018 so it was a couple of months to come together but we those two months we were sort of working really hard on 10 songs actually some of them sadly lost lost in the battle but yeah so it was sort of a two-month period of really intense writing and working and by the end of it it sounded like it does now and we're very pleased with it mm-hmm. absolutely now go and take us to the rest of this ep battleborn do these two tracks battleborn the opener and sovngarde awaits the closer is that what we should expect from the ep uh yes um there is a bit bit of variety we were quite keen to make sure that even though it's only a five track ep it's not just the same tone all the way through we wanted to keep the the listener interested 
So track three, Man of War, is a bit, it's your classic heavy metal hard hitter. It's slow, It's your fist is pumping, sweeps you up with about seven choruses, all of them in a different key. And then we've also got For Our Home, which is the ballad, Light is in the Air. People have been likening it to like Disney musicals, which is, we, we, sure, we were going for that. But it's, yeah, so we've got some of that. And then track two is more of the fast heavy metal in your face. Blast beat, not blast beats, uh, double drum kicks all the time. So we try and mix it up a bit, but it's all very much still the same band, I think. Well, yeah, for sure. I mean, bringing the metal back as well also brings in a bit more of uh, sort of crowd interaction with the chance interlude in the middle as well, which we're really looking forward to hearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the first song we wrote in the back of a Vauxhall Zephyra on the way home from Wacken Open Air Festival. Possibly the first song that's ever been written in a Vauxhall Zephyra that's made it into the light of day. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very romantic story you just told. Well, we'll forever be thankful to Vauxhall for creating the finest steed in all of the land. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, usually we'll be chatting about tours, summer festivals. Speaking of Valken, which unfortunately was not able to happen this year due to unforeseen circumstances, um, <laughs> which takes us to those circumstances. Now, uh, with the release of Battleborn coming out, you know, in the middle of summer, doing some playthrough videos, is that the bulk of what the band has been focusing on while in lockdown? Or there's some other uh, COVID-19 updates from the band? Yeah, I mean, we've... Because we've, we've all been keeping busy just staying on top of our instruments because obviously if you don't, then by the time we all come to practice again and eventually are able to go out and play live, we don't want to be rusty. Um, but we've, we've all been keeping busy. I mean, Tom and Willie particularly have been sort of busy composing, say, new drafts of some new songs. The rest of us have been doing some stuff like that as well. Um, but that's, that's sort of down the line. That's very much a work in progress. You know, it's not like we're just going to suddenly come out with album number two just immediately. Um, but yeah, these these live videos have been good uh, to do. They've been keeping us on our toes. We're looking to do another one as well. Um, and it's just been growing online at just a rate that we were not expecting in any way, shape or form. So there's been a lot of interaction between us and the fans that we've, I suppose we've had the time to do because we've not been doing anything else, which is also quite nice. Yeah, definitely. I think, as we said, the live videos were received really well. So we definitely will, I think within the next couple of weeks, we'll try and do another one. We're not sure which one yet, um, but no, we'll definitely get fans involved and we can't wait to see how they receive that. And also just hearing what they think of the EP. It's now, we've been flogging it for two and a half months or whatever. <laughs> so it's, it's quite nice to hear what they have to they have to say what are their favorite tracks so just sort of keeping up the fan engagement as much as we can really and yeah. keeping them excited for when we actually can go out and play live and it's funny when saying about favorite tracks as well like there's, there's there's sort of no one or two that seems to be dominant when you ask different people what's your what's your order i mean even even among the band members we all have a different ranking order for our favorite songs and it's you find that the same with the fans as well like a lot of people have different number ones it's not like say one or two that's constantly at the bottom yeah Although on Spotify, Bring the Metal Back has somehow got way more streams than Way over and above, yeah. <laughs> I don't really know how that happens. Spotify <laughs> is what it is. Well, that's always, yeah. that's always a fun question, you know, to ask is, aside from what your favorite tracks are, or what some of the fans have said, how do you feel about 
the Spotify rankings or even uh, the YouTube rankings sometimes come in as well. Because sometimes those two can be the same. Sometimes they can be different. Um, so how do you guys feel about what Spotify is telling you? Well, with, with the Spotify, because it's quite different because the, the second single when that came out, I mean, that, that sort of came up on radars and so on. So it just got massively blown over and above everything else. And now with the rest of the EP is sort of playing catch up. So it's quite hard to quantify at the moment, I think, because I think that got such a sort of response and that got spread a lot more than the first single did. So I'm actually finding it quite hard to sort of quantify that in, in real terms. I think, I guess, it shows that our, our hard work in promoting everything has paid off so that's quite satisfying mm. but also seeing one song have so many streams it's we think oh well hopefully they're going to be then going to the band page and listening to the rest of it and coming back and listening to it again i think we can see that a lot of people are listening to it more than once which is always really encouraging it means they haven't just heard it and thought nope. yeah they're definitely coming back and you've you mentioned youtube we do we have all our songs available um to stream on youtube as well and that's really good because obviously you can see the comments on there and so many people are saying, oh, these are the best lyrics we've ever heard. This is how metal should sound. And that's just, just seeing people feel so strongly about it is really, really special. Beautiful. All right. Well, boys, did I miss anything that I, we wanted to chat about that I didn't ask? Um, I think we should just once again mention how brilliant Battle Bjorn's abs are. That's the name of the bear, Battle Bjorn. <laughs> He's... He's fantastic. Yeah, he's an absolute star. I mean, <laughs> like with with that artwork, because when I when I when I joined the band and I got invited to a little group chat and I saw that picture and I was in stitches. It's just such a good piece of art. We'll definitely be keeping him on the cover of future albums as well. He'll be our mascot for sure. Maybe one day we'll get a man in a bear costume on stage fighting our lead singer. Yeah, we'll do a fan <laughs> competition. <laughs> some kind of mud wrestling thing going on as well. It'll be <laughs> a socially distanced mud wrestling contest. It'll be great. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Well, boys, unless there's anything else you wanted to throw out there, I just wanted to thank you for coming on to the rock metal podcast. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks a, a lot.